reading is from E. Colossians chapter 3. For everything there is a season and every time for every matter under heaven. A time to be born, a time to die, a time to plant, and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to, he time to heal. A time to break down, a time to build up. A time to weep, a time to laugh, a time to mourn, a time to dance. A time to throw away stones, a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embarrassing. Time to seek and time to lose, time to keep and time to throw away, time to tear and time to sow, a time to keep silence and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time of peace. The Gospel of the Lord. Thank you, Maggie. Um, one of my first encounters with Bob Carlson, um, Bob said the phrase, I'm not a leader. Um, and um, what struck me is um, I was in the process of going through grad school and trying to understand what leadership meant. And a lot of the things I read about is that leadership is not about positional power or authority. Um, it's about influence. So, Bob, I hate to out you here, <laughs> but you're a leader. Um, Bob's journey here um, with Mary Jane at Mount Olivet has... Um, has been 32 years, and, and the life he's lived has been a lot of things and a lot of verses in your life. Active grandparent, you're a veteran, you're well-traveled, um, you connect to things here um, that are important to this community of faith, like housing and feeding programs, um, and yes, you're a leader here. And, and Bob's here tonight to talk about what does it look like to live these verses or chapters in our lives at different stages. And we're really grateful to have you here tonight, Bob. So we can warmly welcome Bob Carlson. Thank you. Uh, good evening. Uh, the hymn that we sang is one of my favorites, which is why we sang it. I requested it. <laughs> and uh, when I was telling Joel about it, I said, and by the way, and I referred him to the prelude you heard, does anybody remember who sang that? The birds, back in, if you're as old as I am, you remember when the birds, and that was a popular song, and it's a paraphrasing of the lesson we just heard. Well, the hymn could be read as a prayer, asking for God's presence throughout the course of the day. Verse 1, be there at our waking, and give us, we pray, your bliss in our hearts, Lord, at the break of the day. Verse 2, be there at our labors, and give us, we pray, your strength in our hearts, Lord, at the noon of the day. Verse 3, be there at our homing, and give us, we pray, your love in our hearts, Lord, at the eve of the day. And finally, verse 4, be there at our sleeping, and give us, we pray, your peace in our hearts, Lord, at the end of the day. Excuse me, I'm not getting emotional. I've got <laughs> You'll like it better if I quit doing that. But I prefer to interpret this hymn as a metaphor for life. The break of the day represents our birth in the years of our youth. The noon of the day represents the middle years of life, which are years of labor and responsibility tending to our careers, raising our families, 
establishing our place in the world. A time when our lives sometimes seem like an endless buzz of activity, if not outright chaos. The eve of the day represents the retirement years, when our days of labor are behind us and the pace of life begins to slow down. And finally comes the end of the day, the final years of life and yes, our death, which we all know is inevitable. Recently, I've been making the transition from verse two of life, the noon of the day, to verse three of life, the eve of the day. I retired a few years ago, and on Palm Sunday, I will turn 72 years of age, much closer to the end of the day, the end of my life, than to its beginning. And by the way, if I am lucky enough to live to be 100 years old, I will celebrate my 100th birthday on Easter Sunday, 2046. <laughs> Something to look forward to. I have to settle for Palm Sunday this year. Well, the eve of a 24-hour day is a pleasant time when we can slow down a bit, relax, and recharge our batteries, literally and figuratively. Likewise, I've discovered that the eve of life also is a pleasant time, blessed with more time to pursue new interests that I had than I had during the noon of life. Some of this free time is filled with new opportunities for enjoyment and recreation, meeting friends for breakfast, trying to learn how to play golf, and so on. But life can't be only about having fun. There are new ways that I can make myself useful, which I think is essential to true happiness for most of us. One new opportunity to be useful came about a year ago when Mount Olivet became a partner with Beacon Interfaith Housing Collaborative, whose mission is to combat homelessness. My first involvement with Beacon was through the Families Moving Forward program, when Mon Olivet hosted three young moms, their collective seven kids, ages three through 10, for a week last May. We provided these sojourners in our midst with a nutritious dinner, some evening fun for the kids, and a place to sleep before sending them on their way early the next morning to their schools or jobs or to look for a job or for permanent housing. My heartfelt thanks to the 75 Monovent members of all ages who volunteered to help with this effort. You must have done a good job because one of the kids said we were their second favorite host church. <laughs> I don't know who was their favorite. <laughs> because we played with them, we listened to them, and we weren't creepy. Which <laughs> is pretty high praise from a kid. Plans are already underway to host families moving forward again in a couple months. Stay tuned for details and your chance to help. As Jesus said, I was a stranger and you welcomed me. A different way to help the homeless came last fall with advocacy for, advocacy for Beacon's affordable housing project in Plymouth called Cranberry Ridge. Advocacy was a new experience for me. Meeting with individual city council members, attending the planning commission meeting, 
which gave a thumbs down to the project as it was configured at that time. And finally, the city council meeting when the, when the revised Cranberry Ridge project was approved. Many of you were there that happy evening, joining a couple hundred others decked out in various shades of cranberry to show our support for the project. Showing up does matter. Beacon will be seeking our advocacy help again in a few weeks in a push to secure $140 million in bonding money for affordable housing as part of the broader bonding bill that the Minnesota legislature will be taking up during the current legislative session. There will be a meeting here at Mount Olivet on Tuesday evening, April 10th, to learn more about how we can help. Another chance to show up. Which brings me to the scripture lesson from Ecclesiastes, especially, specifically verse seven, which says there is a time to keep silent and a time to speak. Along with many of you, I've decided the time has come to speak on behalf of the homeless in our midst. We all know they are here. We see them standing at busy intersections right here in Plymouth, holding their signs, pleading for help. We can pretend that it isn't so, or we can attempt to do something about it. Beacon is just one example of the many opportunities Monolith members have to serve others through our various partner organizations. They run the gamut from our feeding partners, Loaves and Fishes, Dinner at Your Door, Kid Pack, Second Harvest Heartland, Trinity Suppers, Prism. Our housing partners, Habitat for Humanity and Beacon. Our People in Transition partners, Home Free, Parenting with Purpose, and Families Moving Forward. And our tutoring partner, Northport Elementary School. But no matter which area you choose to serve in, you are providing someone with something even more important than attending to their immediate needs. You are showing them that someone cares about them, that someone loves them. In conclusion, it feels good to be in verse three of life, the eve of the day. Do you recall what the hymnist prayed for then? Be there at our homing, and give us, we pray, your love in our hearts, Lord, at the eve of the day. May it be so.